Season 3, episode 1, titled Friends with Money. And I don't know if you can recall, maybe one time you went to the restaurant with your friends, and when it came time to pay the bill, things got very silent, or somebody had to go to the washroom, or something just happened. And we want to examine our relationship with money among our friends and how we could successfully navigate our friendships and our finances. And with me this afternoon is another all-star studded cast. You know, for my episode ones, I always bring the best. Last season we had Chevy and Kobe and all the others. And this season we have Elsie, Shamara, Dwight, Kiyoma, and Miracle. And I'm pretty sure that all of you guys know these amazing people who are doing major things in Guyana, but I'm going to give them an opportunity to introduce themselves. But before they do that, I just want to shout out our sponsors this afternoon, uh, Lucasade Guyana, who's been on board from the very first season, Reminiscent GY, Eminem Snuck It, and of course, Georgetown Capital. And I can assure you guys that this season will be an amazing season. We have some really wonderful episodes in store. So ensure that you tune in every Thursday night at 7 on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And ensure that you share the live stream. And in the words of Sherry Duncan, share the damn live stream. <laughs> All right, so we're going to open the session this afternoon with just some short introductions from our guests. Generally, I don't introduce my guests. I allow them to introduce themselves because I feel as though they might be the best ones to introduce themselves. So we'll start with probably the most handsome guy on the, on the panel. My name is Kiyoma Griffiths. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's me. I'm here. True living color. Of course, it's a pleasure being here this afternoon. Oh, with you don't usually introduce like that. Less handsome people. <laughs> Over to Shamar. <laughs> hey guys, so my name is Shamar Spooner. I'm an events and marketing coordinator. I'm also an entrepreneur and also I'm the creative director and founder of Filling the Void Art Show. Right. Good day everyone. My name is Dwight Dotson and I'm basically a jack of all trades. I, I've never tried to say I'm this or I'm that because I leave myself open to everything. All right. Everybody, I'm Elsie Harry, urban and rural planning professional, social entrepreneur, most importantly, a good friend for all my friends that are watching. You, you already know, I'm also <laughs> a fashion enthusiast and I love interacting with people. Hey. <laughs> oh, hi everyone, I'm Miracle Miller and I'm a geologist and an active volunteer. I enjoy giving back to the community and I enjoy interacting with nature. That's why I chose the field that I chose to study so that I can interact with nature and with people as I go along my journey through life. Excellent. So I don't know if you guys can recall, but in high school, I don't feel as though many of us were aware of our financial situations. And if we were, it was to a very limited extent. Um, 
I could remember eating tennis roll and cheese with my friends, uh, playing cricket, football, and those were generally the fun activities that we part partook. Participating, <laughs> right? And none of us ever, even though we knew that we had different financial situations, it was never prominent or expressed or, you know, it didn't weigh on you as much as it may True. when you reach adulthood. True. True. And I want to begin the conversation with talking about how the shift from high school and childhood to becoming an adult has affected you personally before we even um, transition into how it's affected our friendship. So anybody can share a bit about how that shift has been. When you realize you're an adult now, you're in control of your own finances and your, and your destiny, what, what was that like? I think for me, it was a big shock because I moved away from my parents when I was about 21. And I started to rent my own apartment. I started to live by myself. And I was like, oh my gosh, detergent is really expensive. <laughs> like I had no idea that. <laughs> I had no idea that certain things cost so much. I also did not realize how wasteful I was. Because when I was living at my parents' house, you know, you could eat what you want, you could use what you want. They have to buy it. Like you, I had no concept that I was just such an expensive person to take care of. So I became too expensive for myself. And I was like, okay, Elsie, take a step back. You've got to correct this. So like me transitioning from uh, being a teen to becoming an adult to living by myself, paying for my own things was just like a whole shock for me and like a snatch yourself <laughs> kind of moment and get your act together. For me, there, there were kind of like two shifts. One, when I transitioned from high school mm -hmm. and being so dependent on, um, you know, your parents and your relatives to go to school. It's like their responsibility is saying to school. But like when it's time for, you know, your tertiary level of studies, um, of course, everybody doesn't pursue a tertiary level of education. And some persons go and work and study. And fortunately for me, I didn't have to work and study. But I did feel the pressure of, um, I did understand the pressure that uh, my folks were under in trying to ensure I continued in, in tertiary uh, schooling. Even when I went off to, to keywording, I know about carrying onions and garlics from Guyana to, to Trinidad because I can't afford it. <laughs> what? Well, I took flour, I took, because you can't waste your money. Because. <laughs> You gotta save money for rainy days, you know? So, but the next big shift was the ghetto one. Like, that was the one where I was like, <laughs> work life. Whew. When you start working and making your own money, you're like, damn, like, light. And, like, Bills. you gotta contribute. <laughs> like, what the hell is this? I don't like this place. But, um, it, it, in a way, it kind of, forced me to, I don't want to say grow up, but like I had to mature, I had to have a mature financial thinking of things that, hey, you know, like you really are now in control of your finances. And if you don't uh, watch yourself and take care of it, you could be in a very bad place. So the, the second one for me, which I'm sure all of you, once you're working, you, you have experienced it, 
is the ghetto one. <laughs> but um, it also prepares you. If you manage it well and you transition well, you could be, you could be well off. Find well off. Well, I see. So I would definitely think that I'm the youngest person on this panel here, right? So I think um, my experience would definitely be a bit different, right? Because um, when I was in high school, I mean, like um, you know, you would have said, you de- you didn't really feel or oh, that it was so the, the, the prominence of okay, uh, this person maybe have a little more money than me because you weren't really focused on those things at that time. That's fine, all right? But as you get older and I got a bit more you know, self-aware and, you know, everything, when I transitioned, because, or like you, um, I actually worked and studied at the same time, right? So, you know, like I had to end up contributing to bills and that type of thing um, as I got older. And I was like, hmm, okay, so... Um, because I, you would think, okay, I, let's just say I started working for like $70,000, right? And in my head, when I first started um, working, I was like, yeah, this is a lot of money, good. <laughs> this is perfect. I, I could party all the time. I could do whatever I want. But then when uh, you realize what food costs, you realize that you got to contribute to the house and these type of things, you're like, oh, so I definitely need to put a budget or something in place. And that's where I started um, because... To be very honest, I started, uh, I would say I started life a bit early because I, I, I always wanted to be independent, all right, um, at a very young age. So I always tried to make um, or try to gain new ways of making money and, uh, you know, just become self-sustainable as much as possible and stop depending on my parents. Um, they could definitely tell you that. So I would say for me, um, it started very early and I had to learn in some kind of way to like budget as much as possible uh yeah at a very young age so yeah i'm not gonna say my age though i was just about to say you said you're probably the youngest here but that's probably um my age i'm i'm the youngest at heart <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest here it was during this same week i actually realized like the shock you guys are speaking about, that I actually realized that I'm an adult. Like, this week, girl? No, I'm serious. Like, so if someone would ask for the adult in the room, I might look for someone older. But then I saw someone's age, like their date of birth. And I was looking, and the person was supposed to be close to 30, but I was born the year after them. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. I'm not close to what? I'm close to 30? Okay, okay. <laughs> but... For me, it wasn't really like a shock that much because I used to get in school, I used to get a small allowance from my father and my mother was always behind me. Budget your money, budget your money. But I like to eat. (laughs) So (laughs) everything I got, I would say like for lunch, I say if I have extra money in school, I'd be like, Y'all want churches? And everybody say, yeah, we go and we eat churches. But when I got... Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but when I got older, like, I voluntarily chose to work. And I was working and studying for tertiary. And I said, okay, mommy, I beg now so I can help you pay these bills. So I used to take out... <laughs> yes. I used to take out from my salary. I said, okay, I'd help pay the bills. But then... Like I said, I wanted to eat like all the fancy stuff and everything. So mommy would collect the money and she said, did you budget this money? And I said, yes. 
Yes, yes, I did. But when I went back, before the end of the month, and I was making over the average um, public servant salary, but I would still go back to my mother and say, um, can I have that money back? Yeah, could you lend me um, <laughs> some of the money that they gave you? <laughs> and we sat, and at the end of the year, every year, my family, we sit together and we discuss what happened through the year, what went wrong, what we'd like to do in the new year that we can perfect. And one of the things that we I spoke like that. about, like yes. I've never heard of that. Financially, <laughs> like a financial... Everything, everything. Like, oh, if you had... Me <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. No, I'm just like, like me to me. <laughs> no, it gets really uncomfortable because, like, if you think you've gotten over something, let's say I had a squabble with my brother early in the year, sometimes in that meeting, it comes right back up and then we go at it again. But we know that uh, the 3rd, the 1st of December, we're leaving that there. So everything has like to that. come out. Everything has to come up. Very healthy. And then you say your plans for the new year and so. So one of the things my mother said to me at the end of the year, she said, I don't like the way you're spending your money because it makes no sense. You're working for more than average and your servants is not reflecting that. So I was like, okay. It's also important though, because I feel like as when you're earning your own money, you don't like people's perspective on how you <laughs> should spend your money. Mm -hmm. But if you're you living know? in their house <laughs> oh, yeah. and eating their food. You have no choice. <laughs> but then that, that there's also a maturity in that, in, in the sense that uh, I don't like to discuss my finances with, with people. I, I don't like people to ask me how much money I made. Are you like, No. Wow. Sorry. Wow. I mean, wow. if, if... You guys are secretive. I feel like if... And, like, I'm the kind of person, like, if I have a, a duty, if I got a... Like, if I got responsibilities, like, I ain't even gonna burden somebody else with it. Like, I'm not gonna let you know how much I got, what I got to find and all. I, I like, we would have a general Let's meeting. Me and myself. <laughs> we'd have a general meeting. <laughs> I try to plan and figure it out. But um, that is that is a, a good recommendation indeed. It, it might be good or healthy to hear somebody's perspective on your finances. Yeah, because they could like snap you back into it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even realize how much you're actually spending. Right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Important with what you said is that when you make abo above average and what mm -hmm. the normal persons or public servants or so would make, when you recognize that, then you see these people are living on this here. But yet, yes. me, who's making more, I, I got to live on all of this here. So <laughs> yeah. what am I doing different? And what, what are, how is it my needs are so much more than the yeah. ordinary man? You what? understand? <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> I think about it all the time. And some, somebody sang a, sang a song named More Money, More Problems. Yeah. I don't so believe that. No, no, give me more money. I want more money. <laughs> no, I don't want to. My thing is, though, like, okay, so I get that. The whole, you know, you definitely need to save and everything, right? But how I try to live my life as much as possible, right? Like, while not being reckless, I still believe in myself that I was meant to live an abundant lifestyle. That's right? Right? I, I feel, like, right, right? Because as far as we know, you have one life to live, as far as we know, right? And I personally don't believe that I should just be making ends meet. You know, um, so I try to live, live, not just exist, but live as much as possible. The of life that yeah, you live is right? important um, as well, yeah. Because a lot of times too, so I used to work at, um, at a bank, right? And this is one thing that I learned, right? 
So I used to work at a bank, and I was a teller. And one of the times you would see some people come into the bank, and they would have, they would have all like a little old slipper, uh, uh, tear up pants, and a, a market bag, right? And they're going to come in, and they're going to be like, oh, um, just check my account for me, please. And it's about 40, 50 million dollars, just like that, right? And then my supervisor would come and be like, okay, you see these people, yada, 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 they're like, you see how they, you see how they dress, and that, that, that. But then you think about it, what's the quality of life this person is living? You know, because if you, if you like a lot of times, they're probably just eating one thing for three square meals. Um, they're not doing any kind of extracurricular activity. They're not really living. They're just, just saving, saving, saving. But how beneficial it is for the quality of your life? That's my thing. So I guess it has to be a balance. Yeah. This is important right. because on the other end of that spectrum is people who are just spending all of their right. money exactly. on uh, keeping the lifestyle, keeping right. up with the Joneses, yeah. and so then they don't people, have any, people, any money. Solace in having a uh, peace of mind and comfort that they have that kind of security if something happens. Yeah. You know, they live normal, but they know if something happens. They have the money, and you know, they're also probably planning for their generation. They're going to wait for a, a grandson who needs to yeah. go to study okay. or... Yeah. yeah, so I think balance yeah. is important for yeah. me. Yeah. I don't want to spend less. I want to earn more. Exactly. Because I don't think that I spend <laughs> excessively. Mm. For example, right now I'm on a no shopping 2022, guys. I've not. I mean, the year's almost finished. I did well. I've not yeah. bought any clothes, any shoes, any accessories beg for pardon. the whole year. Wow. Yes. I can't do that. <laughs> and it's because last year I went through the process of realizing I have a lot of stock i just got a lot of stock and i'm literally looking at my money in bags shoes clothes but like what does that really profit me yes i look cute fine but what does but, it really but then really having the actual me? money doesn't profit you anything either ah, but what am i gonna do with the money that's that the thing yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's more than just having the money i watch this video and they say poor people buy stuff right and I was buying stuff. They say that middle-class people spend and they save. And they say that rich people or wealthy people invest. So I was like, okay, I've got to transition myself from being a poor person who's just buying stuff. <laughs> I think now I'm, I'm moving towards <laughs> the, the middle class where I'm spending on like my expenses and I'm saving some money. But ultimately, I want to be wealthy. So I'm rethinking what I'm doing with my money. And the truth is, I don't need all of those clothes. I, I have one body. <laughs> yeah, my, my thing is definitely to... Uh don't, don't even say it's poor. You're going to keep buying that clothes. No, 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 no. No, I, no, I, I, was, not, I was not about to say. No, I was not about to say I'm going to stop buying clothes. I was not about to say that. My thing is, my thing is. I think I share Shamar. Shamar is a. You just like nice things. You just right. help exactly. it. Like, yeah. oh. Right, I believe more in trying to earn more rather than focusing on spending less. That is how I try to live. you not? in about 2019 or 2018, right? I looked back at my bank statements and I realized I spent at least, I don't, let me call the figure, but it was six figures on clothes online. Oh, only. That's ridiculous. Only on clothes. I'm telling you, what? Six or seven. Six figures. <laughs> six figures, but just on the seven, right? And uh, now I look back and I'm like, what? 
craziness because yeah. I spoke about two shocks earlier, right? The one where you, you transition from high school into tertiary, the one when you start making money, you gotta start. But for the benefit of the young ones like Miracle and Spoona, <laughs> right? And Matthew, right? And everybody else, the third one. The third one, right? Which I'm sure you have experienced is when you start, when you want to go for your dreams, mm. when you want to, please prepare for it. When you realize that there is somebody or an entity or a facility that you have uh, an agreement with <laughs> every month, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's you fun. have children, and you can't give them back, <laughs> and you can't go back, that is where it's like, wow. So now, experiencing that third shock and now looking back i'm like there's no way i would now spend that amount of money exactly. like yeah. i kid you know one time i bought four suits one like some harvey specter four suits if you follow me if you're on my fan base you know once i'm wearing a suit <laughs> but um it's crazy i would i wouldn't do that now I would do that now. I, I would make a lot more uh, financially wise, wiser decisions and okay. so on. That's a stage I'm at. Yeah. I think. I remember I said just now it wasn't really a shock to me because the way we grew up, it was to be content with what you have. Very conservative. Yeah, it's, it's like you can have more, a little more, but no. So the clothes things, the I'm like the fashionista thing, me, no. I can have like the same for what last year, I had two pairs of heels. And I was like, wow, I need to give one away because <laughs> you need to give one away because you got two? Yeah, because I prefer flats and I'm not using it and somebody else could use okay, it. So cool. it's like we always, we always, I, like, I grew up giving back to charity. Even though you might need, I learned that someone else needs, need. like, put more yeah. ease in the word needs. So it's like everything I think about, I think, like, okay, if I see I have some shirts hanging in my closet for, like, five months and I haven't touched one, it goes in the giveaway basket. I do that I, as well. I am I not. Well. Yeah. I cannot look at things like the shoes. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to be like, you enjoy rot. Give away because I know someone else probably doesn't have. And they're going to wear that shoe that I'm just looking at and passing every day. Yeah. They're going to wear it every day. And that shoe will be like probably where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. So like the clothes thing, the shoes, the accessories. Nah. May look at me and say, She in the bag again? Yes, me in the bag is mine. But I personally believe that everybody has something. It doesn't necessarily have to be clothes. Like, yeah. everybody has something away. that they give that, that, they, that they spend a lot of oh, money on. Just yes. food. Good. You see, so, so everybody has their thing, yeah. I think, yeah. that they would. Yeah, everybody has their thing that they would splurge on. Yeah. In a, in, a, in a smaller way though, clothes is my thing. But yeah. not, I'm not too extravagant on it, but I think that's the thing that I would mm -hmm. spend the most money on, unnecessarily. Because yeah. like, for example, just like you were saying, your suits and so I might go, I might buy five shirts, a mm -hmm. hundred thousand, my wife would be like, what? <laughs> 
you know how much things I could get with this money? <laughs> you already mm-hmm. covered five shirts? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, my, that was my thing. I don't go overboard with too many other things, but and I try to keep it on a low level for that as well. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't spend so much money in too many other things I other than clothes, yeah. I think Miracle brought up some very important points that we will touch on next week. And I want you guys to ensure you tune in back next week. We'll be talking family and money. And she's already shared some situations with her family that affect her until now. The conservative aspect is she's just not conservative suddenly, but it's something that she was taught from a young age. And yeah. it's very difficult to break. I wouldn't say it's a bad habit, but break the habit in, in general. But I want to touch back on something Spooner mentioned about the soft life, the abundant life. You see a lot of persons talking about the soft life on recently, yeah, 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 yeah. And <laughs> sometimes, yeah. what's the soft? The soft life is where you live a life of peace and calm, yeah. no struggle. Like you avoid you all ju- negativity. Yeah, and like you just you. <laughs> you want to enjoy your existence but there has to be balance in it as well excellent so the soft life the abundant life now in, in your friendships are there persons who have different financial situations are you aware of it one and sometimes so for example let's say you're a geologist or a big lawyer or a big <laughs> urban planner, or a big events and marketing coordinator, or a jack of all trades. <laughs> and <laughs> you may have a friend that his or her passion is being a teacher. And as we know in Guyana, the salaries yeah. of teachers are not exorbitant. And you might want to go Marriott every weekend but your friend really cannot afford to go married every weekend. Um, how do you navigate those situations? And has there been any instance whereby Whew. it may have caused a sour note in the friendship or you may have lost a friend completely? I think that my friends and I are more or less at the same place financially. I don't think that any of us are (laughs) rich. We want to be, we aspire to be, but we're not there yet. And there are none of us that are like in this place where we're like absolutely struggling to make ends meet. Um, My best friend, for example, she's a teacher, Marva, but I'm also a public servant. Recently, I became a public servant, guys. So I think that we are, we are more or less at, the, at similar places in terms of our finances. And so even if we, but even if we weren't, I think that you pick your friends based on who you are, what's your, what are your values. So I don't think that I would gravitate towards friends who like to splurge and just wanna eat at Marriott every weekend because I know that for me, that's not realistic. So I think maybe you should, if, if that is, if you have these huge gaps in your friendships and you're struggling to, to meet that standard where your friends are, maybe those are not the friends for you to have unless those friends are trying to teach you how to reach to this income bracket where you could do what they're doing if they want to bring you along. Other than that, I don't, I don't know that you're in the right friends group. So uh, I feel like if... Uh, uh, in a situation like that, if, if you could strip away 
all the material things, material things the yeah. you know dinners money all those things and if you can examine the friendship and if it's still a genuine one it's a friendship to right. keep right. regardless of if it if there's a, an imbalance with um earnings or income or whatever um there are people who like to splurge that's just like spooner and <laughs> you know you can't run from them right there are friends i have who you'll be good and they will call and be like okay let's go to dinner let's go to marriott and sometimes those activities are good for you you know yeah. it it allows you to you know gain perspective and you it, it's a part of living the soft life and enjoying life <laughs> <laughs> right but also um living within your means and having a friend or somebody understand uh your financial circumstance when you can't afford something or when it's going to be you know tough for you to um participate in something at a certain time is also very very important and those are also um, friendships when persons can understand those circumstances um, those are also friendships let's be realistic how many times do you see a friendship mm -hmm. where somebody can afford to splurge all the time and they're a big spender and whatever mm -hmm. and they want to go out with you your friend mm -hmm. let's say maybe three times mm -hmm. in the month and one time you say okay maybe i can just go one time in the month is it usually the case where that friend goes, oh, I understand, you can stay home, no problem. Most of the times those friends are like, man, so, you, you can come, you can just have one drink, you don't have to spend so much money. There's like an unwritten rule. There's like yes. an unwritten rule. Like if, if, if I initiate something, I have to be prepared to, for any eventuality. So I can't say, I can't call Spooner, like Spooner, you know, let me go buy Egg Ball Man and not be prepared to buy people Spooner's two Egg Balls. <laughs> Um, school would tell me, let's go to Marriott, and he will pay for us <laughs> at Marriott. But it's kind of like an unwritten rule, kind but of. Who subscribes to that? Very few people. Very few people. It isn't for me because you might think that it's an unwritten rule. And some persons in my family would say, don't invite persons if you're not prepared to foot the bill. Mm -hmm. However, how some persons have grown up is that if they say, let's go out, their unwritten rule is that everybody pays Paying for, for their own meal. <laughs> in that instance, it's important to be yes. to communicate. Yes. And there are times in your social setting, even with, with your rich friends, they'll be like, okay, guys, let's plan to go out here. Everybody walk with the money because, you know, everybody got paid for their own food. It's that night you pay for your own food. And you turn up if you want. And, and those who, some, some people don't because they'll be like, okay, cool. I ain't coming. But I, I don't, I don't think generally the friendship should be dependent on whether or not right. I can afford to go places yeah. with you yeah. or something like that because mm -hmm. if we for example if we grow up grow up together like myself and Simona, as you mentioned earlier and then he end up gaining some wealth above me and then he say hey, let's go out and i say i can't make it. he shouldn't be offended okay, by yeah. that or think that yeah. hey we're not friends because you can't afford to lie with marriott mm -hmm. and i can't afford it or it doesn't make sense like, yeah. but that's not like, do, do you think growing up together with the person and then he experiences wealth you're still living comfortable, but not to his level. Do you think it affects the quality of the friendship? Because imagine you're the one seeing him every week on Instagram with his new friends or his friends. Dinner, are we going to a room? Yeah, that's all you're about to touch on just now. And you were there feeling left out, 
and even sometimes you don't even get invited anywhere because he might be saying, you know what? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to invite because he's yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 quality of the friendship. I think for, to some extent for certain people it would, but for me personally, I, I don't really matter to me. It doesn't really bother me that much, you understand? It doesn't bother me because I've never been driven by by what other people do or whatever it is. I've always had my own. Not that I move around with blindness like a horse, but I just I'm just more you know cognizant of what is more important. Sometimes I think it mostly stems from my values as a, coming up as a child from my parents because we grew up wealthy, but we were, we were my mother she was able to provide a comfortable life. You understand and that is what i was because i had rich friends like all the time throughout school like from even and it was even worse when i went to bishops oh, right because obviously everybody behaved like they're, they're there right and i'm like what where are you going on here <laughs> my friends they, they, every weekend almost every weekend after lessons or so the guards so we do something crazy fancy i wasn't really bothered by that and i think that has, that has helped to mold me even further now in life you know so i'm a bit more satisfied sometimes it doesn't bother me that much i'm at a place where so i have this group of friends and <laughs> they like going out i don't like going out <laughs> like there was one point in time when it probably would you know a group of friends would be gonna say yeah i would like to go but i don't really like the outside too much so i prefer to stay indoors so it's come to a point where one of them said to me you know i have something you're the last person we think to invite because you always say no. Mm -hmm. And one day I, I was sitting and I was thinking, and then I went into the group on WhatsApp and I said, ladies, listen to this. We have been friends for over 10 years, but what have we achieved as a group of friends outside of going out together, outside of Today's your birthday, we go out. <laughs> Outside of that. And everybody came and they were like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm the admin. <laughs> no. So everybody came in. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm at a place where I really don't mind. And one person came in and she was like, oh, she likes going out because she's stressed a lot and things but then I was like yeah but when you go out you stress because of finances where you are financially when you go out you take away from what you already have then you can be more stressed just for one <laughs> night of peace and then tomorrow you're stressed again so it's like you're yeah. stuck in a cycle so I was like why so I'll start from the, from the top right and it was very, it was very funny to me when Matthew invited me on this episode specifically with this topic, right? Because this is something that I have definitely um, had experiences with, and even to this day. Um, and one thing I want to start with is saying that I am very grateful for the group of friends that I have, because I mean we came from most of us came from since school days, so they know me, right? How I how I was from even since school days. And what I want to say is. I live based on like I believe in your network determines your net worth, all right. And that not saying that oh I'm just gonna go wrong rich people just because no I'm not saying that I'm saying that let's just say I want to go to a um, some expo or some trade show rather than going to 
um, by the bar and drink or something like that, um, where they might be predominantly wealthier people. So maybe I'm just trying to, you know, gain more knowledge and, you know, different things and just try to learn things that will help me to reach to that stage. Now, fine, I might have friends that might say, you know, man, I ain't really different right now. I want to go drink, basically, right? And that's fine. They know me and I know them. So I know the events that most times they would not want to go to, all right? So I might go and I would be like, hey, I'm... And that's why I think sometimes you class your friends sometimes, like you have different groups of friends. Yeah. Right, exactly. Because you know who, who is going to be interested in different things. So I think that is also important, right? So that, um, and also understanding in the, in the friendship, because sometimes I would go to those different, um, what you would call high class shows or whatever, and with different groups of friends. And when I go back to my friends that we, we would just, that we would just go drink a beer somewhere, there's no animosity there. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well, you don't know where to talk to me. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. So it comes back to understanding and, you know, yeah, understanding. That's one of the main things. So your, your network determines your network. That's how I live. So I try to do different things to gain more knowledge at times. I might go out with Kiyomo, you know, since Kiyomo is like a big lawyer and thing, you know. I might be like, you know, I want to learn, gain some free game and thing, you know, things like that. Um, different business ventures and these, dif these different different types of things. And that way, you, you kind of become an all-around individual, you know, because uh, that's how I try to live. I think your core group of friends is important too. Yes, you have classes of friends, but who's your core group? Right. So for me, it was in my core friend group. There, there are certain things that we talk about. For example, uh, last year I had an epiphany. That's when I decided on this silly no shopping 2022. But <laughs> I was also thinking about things like life insurance, mm -hmm. health insurance. Mm -hmm. How do I go about getting my own home? And the place that I go to talk about that, those things is my core friends group. In that WhatsApp group, I'm like, hey guys, life insurance, health insurance. I met with with various agents. Here is what I found out. You guys should get your act together. What do you think? What can you afford? And those are the things we talk about. Then there are other friends group where maybe we talk about fashion. Maybe we, we talk about events that are coming up that we want to go to because it's not every friend group that's going to want to hear me drone on and on about, hey, get your insurance. They can be like, oh, she's trying to be our mother. Right? So it's not everybody that, that that kind of content is for. So I know who are my core, and I know what I get from my core and what I give. Okay, so I know who are my core, what I get from my core, and also what I give to my core. There's not everything that I give to my core friends that I'll give to all the other groups of friends. And I'm sure it's the same for them. There are some friends who may have opportunities to invest and maybe they won't put me on because I'm not in their core group, but that's okay. So I think for me, understanding who's my core was very important and what kind of information I could share and gain from my core was important too. Before I circle back to what else you just mentioned, have any of you guys been accused of uh, being rich in Switch? <laughs> like, as Dwight mentioned, you grew up with poor group of friends, and when you achieve a certain level of success, even though it might not be the reality, you're accused yeah. of being rich in Switch because you might start to hang out with more persons in that specific economic stratosphere yeah yeah guys i think i've once i i mean fact of recent i've been accused of that 
but it, 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 I think it was unnecessary and unwarranted because it is not that um, I would have switched. It's that sometimes I'm more focused on other things and the timing. Because like some of my friends, like I said, I grew up with, we would um, we used to lime a lot. Almost every day, every weekend, we lime always hanging out. So there are times now I'm not able to do that. And it's beyond having more more finances being available to me. It's, be, it's more of a family timings because I'm, also, I'm still studying as well. So many things just keep happening all the time. So you don't actually get the time to actually go and settle or sit sometimes. Or, and, and, and most of the time when you actually hang out with your friends is sometimes out of convenience. It's not like you don't get to plan like I want to line tonight, I want to hang out tomorrow. It's like, hey, I have a time, y'all want to grab a beer? Grab a beer, and it end, ends up moving I, beyond that. I think that, to so. a, something that, that we ought to appreciate that life really is moving. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. relationships form every day, and you know, we grow out. And die too, yeah. yeah, and, and, and they we die, and that's okay. That, that is, should yeah. be okay Yeah, too. and you will, in my, because they kind of work, I do, I spend a lot of time with my colleagues, like we, you know, every day you see them, and even when we like out in a social setting, we talk about work. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, you're out trying to have fun, but then we find in jokes about work, work <laughs> jokes, lawyer jokes, right? And I show you friends from before. Exactly. Exactly. But it's not that that the your appreciation for your the friends from before has changed. It's just that you know you you spend a lot of time with yeah. this set of you're people, yeah. and. You know, things have just, it's not rich and switch, but it's just. That's the reason like, why I started like the conversation in the WhatsApp group, because my core group of people, I don't know if you realize by now, but it's my family. Oh. <laughs> so that's, that's my, my core group of people. Like if I get an idea, my siblings, I have a brother and a sister, we go into the siblings group and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? This opportunity pops up. <laughs> so it's like myself and my siblings. But then I realized like these girls might think I'm avoiding them or something, but to be very honest, if I sit and think about it, I do not want to live a life of going out, going out, going out, going out. Because what I said in the group was, we're almost 30. Very scary, but... Hey, hey, I'm 30. When we, no, I mean... <laughs> it's not. Society kind of makes it scary for us. But what I said is, when we hit 30, what can you look back and say that you've achieved? Yeah, because... Being at that age is all about where you are in life. Yeah, like, yeah, and if yeah. you're satisfied what you'd have done at that time or at that yeah. age where you are, you wouldn't feel yeah. any way about it. I asked them, I said, when we get to that age, will you look back and think I'm comfortable where I am? Or would you still be on this party, party, party thing? And then I presented an investment opportunity that once you, once you're comfortable, happy, then you could party away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know financially where the group is. So I don't want to be accused of being rich and switch because I want to go out with you guys. But I just want you to see my turn of thought is that when I get to this age or when I get to somewhere, let's say it's not 30, but it's next five years, what have I achieved? I just come in the group. Oh, hi guys, how you doing? We talk this, we talk this, we go, we come back. No, I want my friends. 
as if I hold you close, we must be able to go somewhere together. Do something together. I mustn't have my house and then you don't have a house. And if I inviting everybody, you're feeling away because yeah, I got the house and yeah. you think. And then if I say I'm saving for this and for this and for this, cut me out of all the parties. I'll be there at birthdays. If someone dies in your family, I'll be there. I'll be there at the major events. But the partying thing, it's not understand yeah. that right now, no. If you want to call me rich and switch, because I will go to things that can build my knowledge. Right. I will go exactly. to things that, that exactly. can help me go further in life. So if you don't want to go to it, if you don't want to come and you want to come switch for that, then that's on so you. Be it. But say one, say two on the rich and switch. I haven't been called rich and switch, maybe because I'm not rich yet. <laughs> yet. But I feel like I'm the friend who likes to bring my friends along, who likes to put people on, right? So I if am. I see an opportunity, I'm coming back to my friends and I'm saying, hey, this is something that we can do. If they don't want to capitalize on it, fine. On but I did my part yeah. as a good friend to share. But there are some friends that don't share. They, they keep everything to themselves. Correct. They think that there's not enough sunshine trying to go around that's a rich and switch type of friend I and that's like the kind of friend yeah them. that's the kind of friend that you don't need yeah. that makes the, all the difference for it because that and that's, that's one of the things i was about to say um because just yeah i was reflecting with a friend who presented an opportunity to me that she had taken hold of and i followed her advice and i was now looking back three years i'm like wow and I was now circling back and thanking her for, I'm like, hey, yeah. I now realize this thing that I got was because of you, like, literally staring me. Like, she, she, she bite me down. She's like, listen, do this, do this now. Do this, go do this now. And I'm like, wow, you know, thank you for, you know, being that person and that kind of friend. Yeah. yeah. I'm that friend. My friends come back the other day. About three of them came back and said, Oh my gosh, thank you for sending me the job thing. I got the job. And I'm like, Those are the kind of friends you need. What job? And he's like, yeah. What do you do? And he's like, Oh, you sent me this flyer. I'm like, Yeah, because I know you needed a job. And I just, you know, everything I see, because I started on LinkedIn, I think it was last year. And I realized that LinkedIn can build, like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> more young people need to tap into. Yeah, yeah, LinkedIn can. No, it's yeah. like more people need to tap into so that, and that's much. the thing. You might find that out in your friends group. Now it's your responsibility, I believe, yeah. to share that yep. that information. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I think what everyone is saying for us, back to having these conversations with the friends. Um, you need to have friends that you're able to openly and honestly communicate with. And as Dirk mentioned, as we transition in life, our values change, and or we have different values from our friends. So for example, it isn't always a case whereby the person is in a lesser financial position, but me and Dwight grew up as friends, and Dwight gets married, has two children, both of us are working for 500000 a month. I'm single. Obviously, yeah, his 500000 is yes. He has different <laughs> priorities now. Correct. So he has to take care of his wife, his children. I can spend my 500 by myself. <laughs> so we have to understand that as we grow up, as young adults, different situations happen in our lives. And 
it would cause us to spend our money differently. Now, it's also important to communicate with your friends about your values. Now, do you guys have conversations about the amount of money you make? Because I heard Unwritten Rule mentioned quite a few times, and I don't think among your core friends that there should be unwritten rules. Everything should be Absolutely. open because unwritten rules leave things up for interpretation, interpretation yeah, and yeah, assumptions. Yeah. And you might interpret True. wrong or you might assume wrong. So because <laughs> I I don't know all of my friends' exact salary, but we have discussions my best friend asked me how much money I made right? how much money I make mm -hmm. and I had no reason to lie to him <laughs> but because I I don't like to discuss my finances with people I, I just I'm not at a place where I feel comfortable and it's not it's nothing wrong with him it's just that I don't know it's probably how I, I was I, I was grown or, or something. Is he watching this show? I, he he well, probably is going to be. Right, ask me. the question. <laughs> Let me, Samuel, I lied. I lied, bro. <laughs> I, think, I think personally it's something that I don't have a problem with. Um, but I try not to disclose it sometimes because mm. sometimes people might feel like you're boasting yes. about it. So you, have, like to be, competing. you have to be competing. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. some people, for persons, try not to do it because they might think if this man knows how much money I'm making, he might want to come mm -hmm. and borrow from me. He might think that I could help me and everything that they analyze other things. So it's something you have to be careful about how and who and when you disclose that to certain people because people take it the wrong way sometimes. Yeah. For my core friends and I, we know how much money uh each other make like the exact we, dollar amount yeah we do we do the reason why we know is because we're always having conversations about how to increase our earnings how to get more passive income the things that we want to do with this money and uh i remember one of our friends uh she was suggesting that we should invest in property together so i was like okay how much money do we have around the table because if we're saying we're going to invest in this property and we want to have uh, equal contributions mm -hmm. can we realistically expect mm -hmm. a person to give x amount mm -hmm. when we don't know that they have x amount to give yes. so for me i was like okay we just put it I, I put mine out there they put theirs out there i don't think we have any reason to lie to each other at least i mm -hmm. did not lie and, and we were like okay realistically this is what we have this is what we can do this is what we can expect from from everyone and if somebody is gonna fall short then okay who who among you thinks that you have uh, more flexibility to fill that gap that's why we we had that I, I feel like conversation there, there's, there's a uh, uh, an ego slash man element to it as well, mm. where it's it's different for men. It's different for men. Yeah, yeah, Like so for, for my group of friends, for my core group of friends, yeah, they do not know or I don't know the exact dollar amount yeah. salary, you know but you know the range. Yeah. You know the range. Right. Uh, you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know this about the bottle of wine, but then I know that this one could probably buy a beer you know like you, you know the range so to speak so i don't think it's a it, you don't necessarily discuss the the exact I dollar amount. but, but i'm but i'm glad but i'm i thank god for my group of friends though big up the, the core group i think they know who they are right um yeah. yeah yeah i think there are positives for them learning one two in a sense if i'm going to a job an interview 
I let my friends know. They would help me with how to negotiate my salary. Um, mm. Also, they might know another person who I see might be an auditor. If I want to be an auditor in another company, how much that person is making. Yeah. They can come and tell me, hey, this is the salary for this job. Ensure that you negotiate about this amount. Like, when I was starting Common Sense, I had no clue about sponsorship and all of this stuff. I had to go to one of my core friends who had previous experience in it, and he shared with me, all right, this is how much I get from this. This is what you, what he believes I can get, and stuff like that. So that level of transparency and honesty, yeah. I think, has its positives. Yeah. Of course, you have to know the quality of your friendship because mm -hmm. it can be a breeding ground for resentment, envy, yeah, and jealousy. Yeah. And I think many times people try to deny that those are feelings that they true, have. True, true, true. I can't say at no point in time have a feeling of envy ever yeah. come into my mind or into my heart. How you respond to that is what will dictate whether you're a good friend or not. But the feelings or the thoughts come sometimes, especially sometimes I'm motivated or inspired when I see a, a friend achieve this. It pushes you. So I think that level of transparency and honesty has its positives. But like Dwight mentioned, you may not want to tell a friend because as soon as they see you reach a certain amount, hey, I could borrow 10,000, I, I could yes. borrow this, and <laughs> they start to see you as that. Santa Claus, yes. yeah. whereby you're just using your friendship. I don't have, I don't have this, I don't have this kind of friends, I don't have this kind of friends. If, if, if they need something, mm -hmm. they're going to need it, that's fine, they need it, I, I understand, and they're going to explain, okay, this is what I need, and this, and I'm the type of friend, I, I don't necessarily even, sometimes I just give my friends sometimes, just because, a lot of times. Right? Um, no, no, <laughs> no, but it, no, but it depends on like your situation. Like if I know, and that's the thing, you might not know like a, like I said, a dollar a month and all of that, but you might know their situation. Like you probably might know, oh, they probably lost their job, or they probably. So you don't necessarily know all that, but you might just try to help them out in that kind of way. And I am that type of friend. So things like that, yeah. I mean, it's like who honestly know how much money I make, and they they make less money than I do. But the thing about it, they, I always have an open heart for some reason. Yeah. If they come to yeah. me and say, Dwight, this is the situation. I, if I can, I will. And I don't think that because our lives are totally different. Like Matt should mention, hey, I have a family, you do not have a family. Mm -hmm. So even if I'm making more money, it doesn't mean that I have yeah. more available income yeah, yeah. or disposable uh, income yeah. to, to, to give to you because I'm making more. So you must understand that if I say, hey, I have or I don't have, then it shouldn't be a problem. If I have, I always so, do. Something I, I, I consider myself to be a very understanding person. I will help. You know, people come with a sad story, and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, I see yeah. how I could help you out. Why are you calling so, it a right? sad story? <laughs> because it is a sad story. <laughs> it, is a, it is a sad story. I feel, I feel sad. <laughs> you know, and they tell you for you to feel sad. <laughs> but what I, there are two things I, I detest. One is like a, a sense of entitlement. When people come, yeah. Ooh, and they're like, like you have oh yeah, yeah. 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 So that entitlement. Yeah, yeah. oh, look how much money you make. It's a big lie, and you. But like, I work for that. I think. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, but wow. you see, for me, it, no. <laughs> 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 it happens more among your family members. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Entitlement and why somebody using you? Yeah. Like, there are there are there are friendships that I have had to let go because of of just you know somebody coming to you over consistently to Help. play on that the, the soft side of you. Yeah. You know where you know you're trying to help somebody out because you, you know you think you have a a good friendship with the person from years about years ago. And then, you know, you realize, hey, you know, uh, there's no friendship here. <laughs> like, there's there's literally no friendship here. <laughs> like, this person reaches out only when. Only. And, I, and I'm like, wow. So that requires some thinking on your part. Like, hey, is, is this really a friendship? And can I let this go? Because is it benefiting you in any type of way? Is it benefiting me? And is this the only benefit I'm giving this person? I have had to let friendships go. So what I, what I, a question I wanted to ask is how do you deal with, because I have, some of my best friends have never asked me for cents or for anything. Yeah. And I'm like, I would say to myself, wow, Lord, I want to keep being friends with this person. Please don't <laughs> ask me. Please don't ask me. What's true? I got, I got, I got close fam. I got a cousin. Mm. Her and I grew up tight. She has never. The only time she's asked me for money was one time her bag got stolen, right? And two days after, she's like, "I got your money." I'm like, "All right, I ain't ready for it." And a week after, she's like, "I got your money." I'm like, "All right, chill on the way you live it. Yeah. I ain't ready for it." Like, you know, and I forget. And she's like, so she came up. She's like, "Why look at money, right?" Yeah, yeah. And that for me was like, wow. She's never asked me for anything. And this time, run you down to pay you run back. me down to pay me back. But then, so how do you deal when when you have like friends who take advantage of, of 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 that of that 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 complex, and you you feel like it you know you're just being used. Is that a friendship that you let go or? Do you or snip snip bye. <laughs> but first of all, you Not have really a conversation snip, with them. No, yeah. but you got you're an adult. <laughs> Remember, you said you transitioned into mm -hmm. adulthood, so yes, like you gotta yes. boss up and have that conversation. For me, for example, my friends will say that I'm like the blunt friend. Mm -hmm. oh, I, I'm the one who will have that hard conversation, like, hey, we need to talk about this thing. What is going on? Mm -hmm. And then if at the end of that conversation we can't be reconciled because you're mad at me for speaking mm -hmm. my truth then we can't be friends. Yeah. It was lovely, but not to continue. I wish you the best and I'm, and I'm about my business. Mm -hmm. I, make, I make no excuses for that because at the end of the day, we, we all have challenges. We're all working for this money that we're getting. Okay, some people get in mining. I wish I was one, but still, <laughs> even if you get in mining, they're doing some kind of work for that one. I don't wish I was one. I'm sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But have the conversation. I'm practically the opposite of you. Mm -hmm. I think I, it would take long for me to actually say to somebody, even after recognizing that they're doing something negative and just coming to me. I, <laughs> because you see, the thing about it for me, I think what has um, got me like this basically, I, I grew up very humble and I think everything that I have acquired, every practice, everything, this apart from me working hard for it, I have gotten assistance from. Yeah. Either whether, forgetting the money, even, 
my, I might know this mind might be able to help me with this here. You might mm -hmm. be able to help me with that. You might be able to help me with that. But all of that now contributed to me yeah. having what I have and where I am, you understand? And even from a financial perspective, when I was now um, building my home, I literally was trying to save everything that I had to do that. And I had friends, I, I, I didn't want to go to Tal because I couldn't afford it. They were like, hey, Dwight, I know you're doing this. And they, mind you, they didn't have their own homes, but they know I was building my home. Mm -hmm. and, and I was, and they were like, hey, come let me go online. I said, can't pay no bill, y'all know that. Yeah. Like, we got you. We know you're trying to do this. Are they the same friends who are now taking advantage of you? No, no, no. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Some people might be able to have different types of friends. Somebody might be able to help you. Some may not be able to help you. Some mm -hmm. you always have to help them. But I think because people have helped me, I'm willing to help people. Willing to be taken advantage. Well, I, I don't know if it's an advantage. Why are you? I, I, I don't I have no, see it in, no in the light of, of taking advantage. I have no advantage. problem helping somebody who's going through a, a rough patch. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's a thin line. But then <laughs> it goes back to the val the core value. Uh -huh. Is okay. Am I getting anything from this? Okay. And okay. it doesn't have to be anything financial or nothing, you know. Material. Material. Yes. But do we communicate at a level where we are okay. friends yeah, is this like is there is there a, a connection is, the, is it a friendship or are you just dropping in the hey you know i know you know and there's well, not me it it doesn't matter if we're close or not if you're in a tough spot and you come to me and i can i will and before like one of the end of the year talks my brother had it me was you are a bitch. Willing. One of the other two year talks was that you're a bit too willing because I can see you. You didn't even tell me your story yet. I want to know your story. I want to know what happened. I'm gonna be like, how much you got yet? Right. So I had to learn. I had to learn that sometimes, like when you have your goals to achieve. Sometimes you're enabling people. Like, yes. they can just put aside what they have because they know that miracle can come. As soon as she see me looking sad, she'd be like, how much you got good? So there was this one time when this guy, he was like a family friend of mine. He called, never called before. And he said, I wouldn't have called you if I didn't need it. So I said, okay. And he called the figure. And I said, well, I got a direct among home. You could come for it. You say, where you living? So, all right, good. Give him the address, he come. On his way, he called and he said, you could double it. I'm like, wow. what? Bro, I just, this is the first red flag, right? But I saw like, a carnival or something. Or it's like, I went ahead. I, them like so I, said, I said, I can't double it, but I can add a little more to it. Because I would ask my hey. mother. So I added, right? <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, I'm getting paid in a week, so you'll get back this money. Oh, I've heard that too. The week comes, I've heard that too. and I don't run people down for stuff. If if you tell me a week, I can give you a week, I give you two weeks, I give you three weeks, I give you the next payday, and then I might message you and be like, hi, how things going, you know, yeah. but not come out right and say hi. So the week pass, the month pass, the next month pass. And like, remember my core friends? <laughs> remember my core friends are my siblings, right? So I told them the story and it's like, you tell them, mommy? Like, you know my story. That's what hurts a friendship. That I find that to be very disrespectful. Not very, borrowing. Extremely. When you say that you're going to pay back somebody and then 
if the person got to come and ask you or if you know time Run passed i'm like That's how could you not have that kind of respect for your friend like how could you I not value the friendship but is it your friend? I have two <laughs> principles when it comes to lending people money. My core friends whose values I know, who I know will give me back my money, I would give them my all my money and I will cook every day and not eat on the road. If I got to walk to work, fine. Those are my core friends. They can borrow how much ever they want from me. I know I'm going to get it back. Then there are people who are my outside of my core group of friends. I think about the amount that they want. If it's an amount I can afford to lose, yes. then I'm going to lend it to them. I know how that Good, so that if they don't pay it back, well, fine, it it's not going to hurt me and put me in a dire situation. I just know next time they can't get any money from me. But I'm not gonna be naive. I'm about being, like, and that's what I was about to mention after she said, I don't care who you are, I want you to come with this story, whatever. I'm about giving, but not being gullible at the same time, right? I think that's a very big thing because thankfully for me as well, my core group of friends, I've never really like, hey, I really, really, like I've never really had that um that type of, yeah that type of experience but i've had people like from outside like people that you never even like this this person is probably just a friend on facebook like bro and they just message like yo um i'm in a spot right now and da, 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 da. i mean of course yeah you want to be willing and giving it whatever whatever but then at the same point then you can't be gullible to the point that you just give away because at the end of the day you're working for this money so you gotta value it right you gotta you gotta value what is yours at the end of the day it's not about being stingy as Guyanese would say but it's about you know understand that you know you worked for this money it's yours and you have to prioritize prioritize you as selfish as people might, might like to make that so you need to prioritize yourself first but the Bible also says <laughs> that you have to be good stewards of what you've been given. Yes, so right. there are people that have come into my Facebook inbox and they've given me sad stories and I've given them money, but small amounts that I felt like was a part of my disposable income. And if it is a cause, like one girl told me she had children and she needed food, I was like, first time I gave her money. The second time I got a little wiser, I was like, let me go and buy these groceries. Uh, and carry not. it yeah. to her house and i went and there were indeed three small children there and the situation looked a little bit bleak so i'm like you 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 don't be just giving away your money while west mm -hmm. da, da, da. like you, you gotta be wise, to, you to be wise otherwise you're never gonna get rich like Correct. you're never gonna get and rich. nothing about persons like knowing your financial bracket so outside of my my siblings i have a best friend so we know how much each other make oh. so we like we no negotiate like if we're going for a job or you're going to apply for a job she says like how much you think like hey no less than this don't do it so like if she knows how much i make i know how much she makes my siblings know to the dollar how much taxes come out from me <laughs> <laughs> you like sending the to the girl <laughs> we have no problem with that but then there are persons, I have encountered persons who say, um, um, peace with this now. Don't act like you can't afford it. Yeah. And I have to look at them like entitlement. That's what she was. I can't. <laughs> I can't afford it. No. No. We don't talk about my finances. You don't know my liabilities every month. <laughs> you know, and then you come in and think you're like, oh, all right. 
you don't look like you're struggling. Yes. Then I promise you struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Did I promise you struggle? If it's one thing I learned growing up, it never, never look like what you're going through. Exactly. I mean, if, it, if it's overwhelming and you're a bit dumb, but in your appearance, your clothes, People but don't my grandmother have to used to know. press the clothes that we played in the yard with. No, she used to press what? those clothes. Yeah. yeah. No, well, not to she, that she's extent, a but lady. people <laughs> don't have to know. Like you could walk, I a shoe. You know, you know when your shoe bursts when you smile, put a pin at the bottom. You could walk like this. You just buy the shoe. And people won't know the situation that you're going yeah, through, but they're persons like who feel exactly good, you, not you because I don't look like. Yeah. Do you guys have? these awkward conversations with your friends. Yeah, yeah, everybody's here. But, hey, everybody, say hi to Julie in New Mexico. Hi, hi Julie. Julie. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie. <laughs> okay, while Ross is on the phone, everybody owes me 62 bucks for his birthday. Um, is, is there any chance that you're rounding up? From, <laughs> you know, like from like 20. <laughs> hey, come on, we got the gift, the concert, and the cake. Do we need a cake? <laughs> Look, guys, I know it's a little steep. Is <laughs> But it's Ross. All right, okay, I'll see you guys later. I gotta go do a thing. <laughs> okay, sweetie, I'll, I'll call you later tonight. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 you're not really gonna go through with this, are you? You know, I think I might just. <laughs> What are you guys doing for dinner tonight? Well, I guess I gotta start saving up for Ross's birthday, so... I guess I'll just stay home and eat dust bunnies. Can you believe how much this is gonna cost? Do you guys ever get the feeling that, um... Chandler and those guys just don't get that we don't make as much money as they do? Yes, okay. yeah. Really? It's like they're always saying, let's go here, let's go there. Like, we can afford to go here and there. <laughs> Yes, yes, and it's and we always have to go to, you know, someplace nice, you know? God, I, it's not like we can say anything about it, because, like, this is a birthday thing, you know, and it's for Ross. For Ross. For Ross, Ross. Ross. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Hi. What? Okay, I'm at work. It's an ordinary day, you know, chop, 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 saute, saute, saute. All of a sudden, Leon, the manager, calls me into his office. Turns out they fired the head lead chef, and guess who got the job? If it's not you, this is a horrible story. <laughs> Fortunately, it is me. Oh. And they made me head of purchasing. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> Anyway, I just ran into Chandler and Ross downstairs, and I think we should go out and celebrate, you know, someplace nice. Uh. <laughs> someplace nice. Yeah. How much do you think I can get for my kidney?